question to anyone. Who is the top manager of the year so far? Is it Postacoglu or is it actually Sean Dyche? Because <laughs> there's a brilliant argument for Sean Dyche. Join in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. Football on Off The Ball with William Hill. Who you got? 18 plus. See gamblingcare.ie. Thanks, everyone. Morning, everyone, and welcome. Delighted to be here with you. Just wanted to say a few words before we kick off and have some questions from the floor. Just to say that we're absolutely delighted to confirm and announce Eileen Gleeson yesterday. It's brilliant to be here with you as our new women's national team head coach for Ireland. It's a great day for football and a great day for football in Ireland, for the women's team and for women and girls football. I know that Ireland is very proud and privileged to take on this role and lead our country, and I'm sure she'll talk to that in a few minutes. It's an important role for us as the social for women, women's football to take it to the next phase and build on the great foundations that we've had and developed over many years and in particular this, this year, 2023, which has been an extraordinary year for the women's team. So after a thorough and extensive recruitment process and speaking to coaches at home, near home and across the world, and Eileen came into the process and was our outstanding and preferred candidate and met all of the criteria we're looking for, which we're happy to talk about in a second. I'm sure you're wondering when Eileen came into the process. Again, something we can speak about more as we move through, but Eileen joined the process and went through the exact same steps that every candidate did at that, at that stage, and we're happy to take questions on that shortly. Eileen met all the criteria we were looking for, which was brilliant, is a modern coach, understands the Irish culture, Irish people and the Irish players, which are really important, and plays a progressive way of football, builds a really positive, inclusive environment, leads the team and gets the maximum out of that, brings through young players and has demonstrated a really inclusive leadership style, which is really, really important in her role as interim head coach, but also in other roles that she's had in Irish football, which is really pleasing. Ultimately, Eileen was successful in the process because she has a vision that's aligned with ours as an association. She also has a vision that's aligned with our pathway and everything we want to achieve over the next few years around football pathways and player pathways. And importantly, having a a golden thread, a green line, which we're going to call it, through our under-15s all the way to our senior team. Is modern and open to the, the best practice approaches, is ambitious, has great respect for everyone she works with and builds a really positive and inclusive culture, which is absolutely key. Eileen is our head coach and is not our manager, and it's a subtle but an important difference which reflects a modern approach to modern football and global trends. Clearly, Eileen is the leader of the team, the players and the staff, but is also part of a wider ecosystem and structure to support the performance and development of the team. will work closely with me, but Eileen's role clearly is around the performance and uh, of the team and, and my job and the association's job to support Eileen, the players and the staff in the best possible way to lead that development. So just to summarise, we're delighted with this appointment and congratulations to you, Eileen, you. to the players and the team. And quite simply, we're looking forward for the story to continue and we can't wait to see what happens next. So thank you for listening and looking forward to some questions. Any questions? Thank you. Tony, well, you know, when I came into the process, I came in pretty speedily um, in a very tumultuous and transitional time. At that time, I was in very much in the headspace of the head of women and girls f- football role. Um, and coming in again at, at that period, it could have went anyway. You know, the team was 
decompressing from their first ever World Cup uh, qualification. Um, there was a change of management. There was a lot of transition. So for me as well, I had to, you know, get a feeling how how it was for me as well. As I said, I was very much in the headspace of the head of women and girls football um, role and. You know, really committed to that, and it is a wonderful role. Um, I was enjoying that role. And then as the camps went on, I started to, you know, really feel the connection again with the pitch and with the team and, you know, with the progress that we were making and the excitement of it. So, yeah, I started to change my mind as the process went on and, you know, through conversations with Mark, then I expressed my interest and entered into the process. It was all our questions asking you, wasn't it? A hundred percent was. <laughs> it was, you know, and I feel like it is a recruitment process, um, so I didn't feel the need to d- disclose that nationwide, um, like all candidates, you know, confidentiality and privacy is, is very important, and I, I, I value that. Um, I didn't tell many people at all so I was hardly likely to come and discuss it in a nationwide capacity you know when I said I wasn't interested at that time or wasn't you know pursuing the role that was the truth at that moment Um, and as the campaign evolved so did my feelings around the role and my interest levels in the role and here we are today and you know it's the proudest time of my life and I've been involved in women and girls football in Ireland for, as, as we know, over 30 years. So everything I've done is t- to, you know, be the best coach and to, you know, really apply, engage in continuous professional development on and off the pitch to end up in this role. And here I am. So, I mean, I couldn't ask for anything more. Matt, did you have to persuade her or at what point in the process did, did you... Think Eileen would to Just to reinforce everything that Eileen said, that when Eileen took the role as interim, she was very, very clear that that was an interim capacity. Eileen was very clear. We were really clear that it was interim up until the end of up until the end of the campaign. So we we activated the process. That we worked with an external agency, a data analytics company, a recruitment agency, and we we genuinely scoured the world in terms of in terms of that talent. So we had around 42 people on that process at the start, which we whittled down to to 12 people that went through an extensive interview process, which then moved down to seven, which then moved down to two. So Eileen came into that process. At an appropriate time, and went through all the all the same steps as everyone as everyone did, and and, and won the role, um, um, deservedly so. So it wasn't a case of trying to persuade Eileen. We were very clear at the start that Eileen wasn't going to be that. But as Eileen's already expressed, that view changed, and we speak all the time. Yeah. We work closely together in Eileen's current role, or the role yesterday or the day before, but now, and we'll continue to do that in this new role. So it wasn't a case of persuasion. It was just a case of as Eileen said, moved through the role, feelings start to change. We speak all the time, and Eileen just expressed an interest to come into it. It was appropriate at the time because we hadn't moved too far in the process. And as I've said, Eileen was able to go through the steps that every candidate did, so it was absolutely appropriate to do that at that point. Uh, it's clear to say that we're absolutely delighted, and you did a brilliant job through the, the campaign, and we're looking forward to seeing what that looks like next. Any questions? No, I mean, this is not conversations you'd have with have with players. Um, 
of course it's nice to hear positive feedback from the players throughout the campaign and you know that was what you know part of my role was to build that to build the environment um, and to hear that the players are, are happy in that environment and able to perform and maximise the potential is, is what the goal was um, but in terms of a personal a personal reason for applying it's not um, about being influenced by by you know players um, or other external it has to be right for me in that in that moment and I felt that it was at that at that moment and you know if you're asking for a critical specific point where I changed my mind it was standing in the rain in Albania I mean who who wouldn't want to be there you know so look yeah it's nice to have positive feedback from players um, but as an influence or a decision making factor it's not it's not what you know what would have tipped me towards um, applying for the role what was there in all seriousness was there one specific moment that made you think yeah like, I think I can do this and I want to do this no well I mean, I think in terms of wanting to do this, this is not a new phenomenon that I wanted to be the head coach of Ireland. I've applied for the two previous um, roles and was unsuccessful. So this, you know, is a natural evolution. Had I stepped away from it, yes, towards the head of women's football, was I happy in that role? Absolutely. Um, And then this opportunity came. And at first, I was still very much tied to the head of women's football role, as as you know from, you know, the initial questions for the first six weeks of the campaign. And then, as I said, I started to change my mind and started more enjoying the role. I felt comfortable in it. And so, so as I've said, I expressed an interest then to, to end the process. Uh, Mark, can I just ask, in terms of the head, head coaches, the title, as you mentioned, like what exactly will be delegated in terms of like what would she delegate to other people within the, the, the wider team, backroom team? I think Eileen probably. I can give a bit of an answer to that, but I think Eileen should probably answer that in terms of this, the environment that you're that you're leading. Really, I think my point really is just that Eileen, as a head coach, is part of like a wider ecosystem that's trying to support the development of women and girls football absolutely the head coach role of the senior national team is a critical role within that but is is part of a wider structure to support that but Eileen's role is absolutely to focus on the performance of the team get the maximum out of the players and then the staff and also as we move into the next two to four to six years is also transition and which Eileen started to do already the development of young players into into the team and, and look at that next phase of the development of the team but I think Eileen's probably better to answer what that looks like within the team yeah and I think you know we can get into linguistics here and uh, words and pedantic around manager and head coach it's essentially me overseeing or leading an interdisciplinary team and what Mark mentioned earlier around aligned around um, leadership approaches it's that approach to leading you know an interdisciplinary team of experts and using a leadership style which promotes shared shared expertise um, and bringing in experts and allowing them to have the autonomy to perform their role while overseeing um, how that aligns to all their principles. So, yeah, it's it's still, you know, the leading role, but um, overseeing that interdisciplinary team and promoting that interdisciplinary approach um, and shared leadership with 
excellent team of staff then that helps work with the players and, and maximise their, their potential. Uh, what we were looking for in the head coach is a very inclusive, collaborative leader, has a clear vision, which we believe Eileen has all of those attributes. But also within the team and the staff, it's just that everyone's involved in that process. So when Eileen's talking about interdisciplinary, it basically just means that people are working together in a really cohesive and integrated way. I think that was absolutely key, and Eileen has demonstrated that in previous roles, in a head of women and girls role, and then really, really demonstrated it really well in the last few months with the team and brought you know, a new emphasis to the team and focus, which, which everyone has enjoyed and got maximum development out of. Just a quick one. <clears throat> Congratulations, Ollie. Thank you. Um, just to both of you, um, is there an update on the backroom team? I'm aware the state was that it will be the new year, but just is there any update there? Yeah, well, I mean, no detailed update, except to reinforce that, yeah, early in the new year, then we'll hope to have a bit more uh, detail for you. And Ali, just I know you mentioned that the head of women's and girls football before being the dream job. Yeah. What is this for you? Yeah, I mean this is this is also a dream job, you know, and if you look back at my career I've always have had that dual pathway of a development role and a coaching role, so those parallels have always been there, but like I said, I've been in involved in this, I'm happy to disclose this now, been involved in this process before for two previous campaigns, so this is not um this is not new that I wanted this role you know I've engaged in professional development that would lead me to this role in terms of coaching in terms of academic in terms of my experience so yeah this is you know this could you be any prouder like to represent your country to have responsibility to maximise potential of, of this current team to be able to transition young talent through to be able to be involved in you know, putting an emphasis on homegrown talent and still be able to work with Mark and develop those pathways. So it's very, it's still very much integrated in the development of women's football. Um, except I get to lead out this wonderful team and you know, hopefully to continue um, to drive the potential and consistently qualify then for major campaigns. Have you mentioned like a fairly detailed process there in terms of coming to Ireland as the eventual manager, but obviously she is vacating that role. Have you started the process of trying to replace her? Not I mean, <laughs> just the job, I mean, not, yet, but have you started that process and what sort of levels of detail will be going into that, say, compared to the situation? Just on your first point, I mean, when we started the process for Eileen's role, <clears throat> clearly the job was to recruit a new head coach. <clears throat> Pardon me. But there's also a talent ID project as well, so the, the women's coaching market is not quite the same as the men's. We, we, we didn't, been really open, we didn't know everyone in the, in the market. We knew some people, obviously the close down, but so it was really important that we looked across the world genuinely to, to do that, and we spoke to people, like I said, at home, near home, and across across the world, different different experiences, but... So we wanted to go and take our time, and we knew that Eileen was doing a good job as interim, so we fought stability, and that was good for the players and for the staff, so it was absolutely key. And then, as I said, Eileen, as we know, Eileen came into the process, and we were pleased that she, she got the role. In terms of the head in women and girls role, we, we will advertise that almost immediately. We had some people that were part of the process before that we think would be good candidates for the role, but they would need to go through an interview process to do that. It's absolutely key to our progression and development of the wider game. Eileen has the privilege and 
amazing opportunity to lead in the team and kind of spearheading that for the for the national team but there's loads of work to do to capitalise on the momentum that we've got around women and girls football Eileen <clears throat> and I were talking earlier and the game is moving fast women and girls football you only have to look at the last World Cup how competitive the competition was in comparison to say previous World Cups so everyone is either catching up or accelerating so I think the head and women and girls football plus the combination with continuing to develop the national team is absolutely critical because we're at a really good point at the moment and we want to we want to make sure we stay there but we also want to accelerate and if we can try and get ahead to the game but we're very conscious that the game is moving fast so having a head of women and girls football and structures around that is critical to success moving forwards. So we know we need to move quick, but we know we need to get the right person as well. And I mean, when I talked to you after the game in Belfast, I asked you what you were going to do for the next month, and you said sleep. Yeah, yeah, I still haven't slept, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously there is still football play, we have a qualification period yeah. coming up. Are there any teams in particular in the game that you would kind of like to see us coming up against so that for you would be like, this is a cool career moment? Yeah, I mean... Get to bring an Irish team against this team? Yeah, I mean, without, I won't mention any particular or specific team, but yeah, we want to be challenged, but with you know higher level opposition and test ourselves because that's the arena that we want to be in. It's the arena that we're in now in League A. Um, it's the arena that we'll be in um, with successful qualification to the Euros. So yeah, we want to we want to play those big teams, and you know the, the, the team has you know in the past and previous campaigns. They've played these teams, so we want to continue on, on with that and see how we can, you know, adapt using different principles or, you know, trying to work in different areas of the pitch and test ourselves in those in those moments. So. Okay, guys, can I just ask where you go? Is, yeah. is the contract open-ended? Is it for one campaign? Initially, it's to the end of the Euro 25 campaign, and then we'll assess things at that point. Are you happy with that, are you? I'm happy with that, Tony. <laughs> Football on Off The Ball with William Hill. Who you got? 18 plus. See gamblingcare.ie.